0: Hey everybody, it's JB from Darkside Records here. Uh, really quick, before we get to the podcast...
1: Are you talking about the
2: internet? We are it talking is- about the internet. No. It's on computers Ooh. now. And Ooh. I hear that most people, kids and otherwise nowadays, have these things called phones. Go on. Which they never use to call anybody. Mm-hmm. They just use things called apps. That's because they also have anxiety. Well, quell some of that anxiety by downloading the brand new Darkside Records app. Yeah. Available in the Apple and Android App Store. You can preview music, see new releases, reserve upcoming releases, and just straight out buy shit. You get all the latest news. You can get
0: updates from us. You can get access to everything that's going on in the store. All right at the tips of your greasy little fingers.
2: Resting comfortably Mm -hmm. against your thigh. Maybe here that's
0: bad. Shouldn't you Are you're not supposed to put the phone in your front pocket. Oh I always do. It? Oh. Oh
2: I like those I like the way those microwaves feel. It's
0: confusing. I keep mine in this front pocket. Yeah. He already had kids, so he's fine. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: so this yeah. explains
0: why they're kinda of weird. <laughs> so go to the app store, download our new app, go to DarksideRecords.com, check it out. You can find links to downloading the app there if you're not familiar with how to do that.
1: It's not for you. The internet's not for yeah, you. You're being should, left behind. We should probably have a talk.
0: What the hell? If you don't understand how all that shit works, come on into the store. We'll, we'll it download it for you. Come on. We'll put it on your phone. Oh, you're we'll opening
1: you. a can of worms there. What? What do you want me to say? I got nothing. <laughs> what are you looking at me for?
2: All right, let's get to the podcast.
0: This is the Darkside Records and Gallery Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Darkside Records Podcast Brought to you as always by the good folks here at Darkside Records Located at 611 Dutchess Turnpike in Poughkeepsie Or on the web, darksiderecords.com JB here, just wanted to give a quick heads up at the top of the podcast Uh, Just wanted to say a quick thank you to everybody who came out and spent their Black Friday here at Darkside Records. And uh, everyone also who came out and supported us here on Small Business Saturday on November 24th and 25th. Uh, we had a wonderful day. Such a good time. So good to see so many great faces here in-house. We love you all. So we sat down for a couple interviews with some folks in the line on Black Friday, as we always do. But we also have something special this episode. A few days back, we sat down for an interview with Ozark Henry. Belgian electronic musician who was performing at BSP in Kingston. His live show consists of a unique, immersive sound experience. He can explain it a lot better than we can. So halfway through the podcast, we'll swap over and you can hear that interview. So that's it. Thanks again. Thanks for listening. Uh, as always, if you enjoy this podcast, or if you just have nothing better to do, head on over to uh, your iTunes, leave us a nice review, leave us a couple stars. I don't want to tell you how many, but it should be a minimum of five to 20,000. It helps us be seen by new folks so we can share whatever this is with new ears around the world. So that all being said, here's our Black Friday podcast. <laughs> That's the that is the curse of, of recording. That's mm. the curse of uh, showmanship. You should just wear a wire like a snitch all the time. I could do that.
3: Hey, That would work. This is why. Wire? I'm no. not wearing a wire. Could you imagine you how many wa- different things you would if you were wearing a wire?
0: This is why the first twenty minutes of our podcast is just us talking because I just hit record way early. <laughs> yeah. And then as we're getting <laughs> so set how up, do you <laughs> end up deleting. Well, usually 20 minutes, 20, minutes 20, minutes yeah.
4: Yeah. twenty minutes of it. Yeah. Twenty minutes. Yeah. Last year was quite a bit.
0: So hey everybody, Uh, welcome to the Dark Side Records Podcast. Uh, It is a chilly November 24th here at 8 something in the morning. I am here at the head of the line with a couple folks who have been here braving the cold, braving the Poughkeepsie, braving the police, uh, waiting in line, of course, to be uh, early in the line for the Black Friday Record Store Day pieces. Today is, of course, Black Friday. Uh, We're opening 9 a.m. early. I don't know why I'm saying all this because it's already happened by the Not time you're early, listening enough. to this. Not early enough. Not early. You want us to be open earlier? Oh,
4: yeah. 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 If we're gonna be here at like
5: 11 at night, like you know, nine o'clock, this Six. is a little late. Look,
0: know? you made your own choices. I, all right, you
4: made your you own know, bed. I think, I think she's I'm, right, Jimmy. I'm, I'm gonna. No, you got to lay in it. decision to get uh, everyone here
1: at 11 cool. p.m. on Thanksgiving. We're gonna be one of those stores. <laughs>
4: They're like not you guys, you know. We can
1: just all hang out and have food together, and just chill out. Yeah, we had a whole barbecue set. It was too cold to actually <laughs> turn exactly. on the stove and barbecue anything, but we had the food and everything set up. Should we on frozen bacon. No. I did. Uh, <laughs> the hot dogs
5: are still frozen. I did
0: not <laughs> have them on ice. I did hear rumors that there was going to be a deep fried turkey that was going to happen in the parking lot this oh, year. Yeah, did that, that happen?
5: Didn't happen? It didn't happen. No, but it didn't happen. We had a negative, negative one. You know the negative one. You know.
0: For the record, well, uh, you know. for the record uh, when you deep-fry a turkey, I'll open at 8 a.m., okay? That's <laughs> that's, that's right. the deal. All right, deal. Next deal. Next It's going to be him, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's <only. laughs> it's going to be only him. Uh, well, we'll help you, Jamie. So So uh, I'm here at the front of the line, and I've got, of course, here with me the first, let's say, four or five people yeah, who are in line. He walked away. Does that mean he doesn't want to be at this spot in line? Does he not or is...
5: want
0: to be in? <laughs> <laughs> it's very early. He's been up all night. It makes sense. No, he's Maybe been
5: sleeping in the... He, he in the... he slept car in the all car all night. So uh, so he's tired.
0: Boo this man.
5: Oh. Car sleeper. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so, I day. <laughs> yeah, so No, I do have to say... that. 2,000
1: people in my defense. You, so maybe the natives are getting restless out here. Else.
0: I feel like anybody who sleeps in their car, it's always typically frowned upon, but you've probably been through some shit. Yeah. <laughs> so... We've been it's very judgment nice. free, judgment yeah. free. So, uh, so you guys are first in line. I'll, I'll start over here. Uh, you just got booed by the rest of the line. <laughs> <laughs> no, no just who, because you say judgment free doesn't no, make it. So, people who sleep in their yes. cars, we're not oh, judging them. Oh, oh,
5: good okay, okay.
0: this guy sucks. Why don't you guys just say your names real quick for the podcast? Oh, uh, Chris, the
5: With the With yeah. Feldman, Devin, yeah. Jim,
1: Chris
0: cool you guys thanks for coming out so early what time did you uh all get here i'm assuming yesterday for most of you what, what time did you get here it's about quarter to 12 quarter to 12 yeah. so technically yesterday yeah okay yeah. with rose we were
5: he, he was here just a couple of minutes before we were so mm. about the same time
4: we were sad we were we were, we were deflated hey, you know, it's okay. actually
5: okay we almost it's okay. did we okay. almost around my home we got uh, a fellow head so it's all right <laughs> you know I'm Not wrong with I'm that. We're good. Jeremy's
0: okay. okay. <laughs> Steve, what what time did you get here? About five to twelve. What did you guys carpool? No, no. we just. No.
1: But we had the food we we just and we had, about had it, so. everything. And but then it was too cold. So, to so barbecue. You,
0: so you brought the food. But <laughs> what didn't you have to to make food? I'm, I'm li- outside. <laughs> I'm literally <laughs> looking at a tank of propane and a heater. I don't...
2: Dude, it didn't make that yeah,
1: warm. It's warm in here, but it wasn't warm out by the way the grill was. That's... The grill has fire in it.
2: Hey, I have a chocolate yeah, mousse but we got to set that whole thing up. <laughs>
1: chocolate mousse. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Plus, everyone was stuffed from the turkey. Yeah. The deep fried turkey. Right. The
4: deep fried turkey that did <laughs> not exist. Right,
1: <laughs> the regular turkey. That didn't happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, what about you guys? What time did you get here? Uh, four. 4:30. Four in the morning. Two thirty. 2.30 in the morning Why is this guy Standing in front of you Because He was talking to him right? Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. So tell me About your Thanksgiving How, What What did you do Yesterday for Thanksgiving That your family Is pissed off at you For leaving To come To stand in front Of a record store for
1: Well I actually Cooked yesterday I actually worked So I didn't actually Spend Thanksgiving With my family What the sh- You're fucking Double dipping w- In the bed man I double dipped And left right here For Darkseid So yeah uh, uh, where do you
0: work? If you want to say on the podcast, you I can You can in, not uh, say.
1: Mohawk Mountain House in New Ponds.
0: Oh, sweet. Can you get me in
1: for free? I can get you a discount for sure. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> do they do like a cool Thanksgiving like meal at, at Mohawk yeah
1: they have like a buffet and then they do a plate of dinner you know we had 1200 people for lunch holy shit you know they have they do like 30 pound birds and stuff you know we have a lot of food I mean I don't know how many potatoes we had that, uh, you know over 100 pounds of potatoes you know? holy shit yeah it's just insane
0: that's insane cool uh, with Rose what about you what, what what is your Thanksgiving
5: typically like we go to uh, my in-laws' house, and, uh, which is only about a mile and a half down the road from our house. The uh, <laughs> easy we, uh, commute. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and okay. Uh, we had a, we had a nice uh, nice dinner, and it uh, you know baking since six o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, that was one. Yeah, yeah. We baked a lot of stuff at home. They baked a lot mm-hmm. of stuff there, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. it was nice. And we uh, you know we cut. Okay, hey, sorry, we're so
0: we <laughs> were so rudely interrupted by uh, Beacon Bagel, who is here, uh, yes, bringing coffee and food. So you guys were talking about getting baked at six in the morning.
5: Oh, no, uh, well, yeah. Well, no baking too, but uh,
6: yeah.
5: Baked <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is good any time during the day. But, uh, she was, yeah, she was, was, was around six. six. I didn't get up till around yeah, eight. Ah, uh, that, so, that makes sense. That makes sense. Probably baked at eight. Probably. There's a there's a cup inside. It's, it's it's you know a morning coffee cup with a liquor. Like yeah.
0: The one we sell. Yeah. 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 Yes.
5: Like you know, it's a pretty cool cup.
2: It's awesome. Indeed. I had to
5: buy one for a gift for my brother too. So. Mm. He, love loves he loves. He loves
2: his coffee. He loves
0: <laughs> coffee.
5: <laughs> he enjoys his morning coffee so much. <laughs>
0: uh, Steve, what about you, buddy? What, what's your Thanksgiving like?
1: Uh, go to mom's early. We're uh-huh. set up, while my aunt cooks. Then the cousins come over, and everyone yells and screams for about at each other for about four or five hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They leave. I clean up. And then I come here early To make sure I get a parking spot
0: That's basically how I envision it in my mind it's just Screaming at all Kids times running
1: around, Animals running around mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe throwing a baby out of a second story window
1: that doesn't usually happen. Does more of it? a toddler.
0: It was, <laughs> it was one time. It
1: was one Just time, blind. and it was more of a toddler.
0: <laughs> uh, really quick, before I bounce around a little bit, um, tell me uh, what what releases are you here for? What brought you out at the butt crack of midnight on this freezing cold night?
1: Uh, well, if my jacket gives it away, I'm definitely picking up a dead item. Um, okay, I'm going to be grabbing the Sublime picture disc. Okay, um, McCartney and a couple other things.
0: Cool, with Rose. What about you? What uh, what what brings you Garcia, out?
2: Janice.
5: Garcia, Janice Joplin,
0: Clutch, Humphreys McGee, Oyster Colt. None of these are shocking to me. They the should your picks. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. these are easy with picks. You know for us real
1: well. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Z, what about you? Dimebag Darrell, Twisted did not see Sister.
0: That okay, so I like
1: um, Steel Panther. Okay. Paul McCartney.
0: You know, I almost I feel like I lump, muddy waters. I feel like I lump you into the withpick, uh like generally in, in terms of your music taste, but now I'm saying that i I'm like a decade behind in uh, where your tastes like it really more, start more, to flourish.
1: It's more, a, it's more of a hair metal. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay, I like this. I'm I'm getting a better understanding. What about you guys? What uh, what brings you uh, what brings you out this this early in the morning?
1: Oh it's McCartney, uh, Cheap Trick, uh, Ryan Adams, Mike Walsh, a little bit of everything.
0: Spouts bouncing around. Grateful Dead. So three Deads right at the gate here.
5: So I believe JJ's in, you know, somewhere around a decent number at least, so I think we're all You guys should be fine. You should be fine. All right, good. That's what I like
0: to hear. Cool. Well, thank you guys for being here. Uh, thank you, as thank always, for being here on Black Fridays. we are having an awesome record store. So, uh, oh. <laughs> Stop it. Brown, nose, Brown nosing <laughs> will get you records, yes.
4: Thank you, JB, for everything you do for
0: us here. You're very welcome, thank you guys. Uh, I'll see you guys inside. In
5: about. Momentarily.
0: 11. Hey everybody, JB here from Dark Side Records. Uh, it is now about, uh, I'm gonna say, six minutes to nine. It is almost time to go inside. Almost time where I can freeze up my own feet, which I am, uh, needless to say, the most worried about. Mainly because I'm selfish. But I'm here in line. Uh, I'm a, a, about halfway down the line. I see a couple faces that I know this morning, and uh, two faces that I'm happy to see are uh, two of my favorite Metallica fans who uh, were here for our Midnight Metallica that we did about two weeks ago. So, wanted why <laughs> why you guys uh, wanted you guys to say uh, who, who you are.
3: Uh. Go Pete. ahead. And I'm Sarah.
0: Pete and Sarah uh, are number one Metallica fans for the Hudson Valley, if I'm not mistaken. Correct.
3: Yeah, I'd agree with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys actually, you run a chapter of the Metallica fan club? Well, we, Something like
3: that? We used to run it. We we founded it. We started it. But I've given it off to other people since then. But we are very heavily involved.
0: What What's that? What's it called?
3: New York Attitude.
0: And, uh, okay, so you guys are uh, mildly obsessed, (laughs) which is totally fine. And uh, can uh, can you tell me a little bit about that? What what did you guys do uh, for for that?
3: Um, Well, the the chapter's been around for maybe three years. Is it four years? Uh, I don't remember. But um, (laughs) with the chapter, we have, like, chapter parties. And we had, when the new album was released last year, we had a big party for the release. So we... Have a lot of, you know, parties with people around New York. It's the entire state. A lot, Most of the people are in the city. But we also all get together at Metallica shows all over the world and have parties and hang out and do fun things.
5: Awesome. Share hotel rooms, <laughs> rent cars. Oh, and rent cars trips. Yeah. Trips. yeah. Now it's getting sexy. <laughs> I like this. Wow. Whatever it takes to get our folks to the show, that's what we yeah. do.
3: And just, <laughs> so you always have people to hang out with that you have things in common with.
5: Cool. Uh, have you guys
0: met the band? I have. You have. <laughs> how, how, tell me. Tell me about how you got to meet uh, Metallica.
3: Um, when I was the head of our chapter, I was I was able to go to the Webster Hall show, and I wrote an article for their uh, So What magazine mm-hmm. about my experience with them the entire day. So I actually got to listen to the album with the press before it was released. Ooh. The day of Webster Hall, and then I went to the show. And I was backstage all day. I got to listen to the sound check. It was it was really awesome.
0: That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's the 2016 Webster Hall Show? Yes. The one that is coming out on vinyl today. Yes. In fact. Yes. From the band. That's awesome. Uh, can, can we hear you
5: on the recording?
3: No, but you can hear um, James dedicates a song to Pete during the encore.
5: Just before Whiskey.
3: Just before Whiskey. He he'll, ask, he'll
5: ask the audience, where's Pete? And that's, that's me. I'm Pete.
0: So you're the guy that they're talking about on the LP that comes yes. out today. <laughs> yes. That is awesome. That is awesome. So, but so you did not get to go. No.
5: And I meet got the band. St- I stood outside all day hoping I'd get into the show while she was backstage partying with the band.
0: Typical. Yes. Typical. Goes yeah. inside, leaves us behind.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: And he didn't even know because they wouldn't let me use my phone while I was back there, so I couldn't even text him what I was doing all day.
0: That's crazy. So, so like, was was it fear of like leaking something? Well, because
3: or? I listened to the album mm-hmm. before it was released. So I guess they didn't want me to leak any of the album.
0: Okay, I can see that. I heard uh, a rumor about Guns N' Roses that was a very similar thing.
3: Um, And we went to that show? We went to the Guns N' Roses show at the Apollo.
0: Sweet. So both the releases that are out uh, today, you were at both of those? Yes. Did you get a shout-out at the other one, too, or just, no. the, just the one?
3: We, we waited in the loser line all day, and they just let what? us in. Don't call
0: it that. <laughs> is that actually what it's called? Yeah. Contest, when you don't win close, the contest, yeah. you're a loser,
3: so you stand in the loser line and hope they'll let you
0: in. So first place, second place is first loser? Yeah. That's oh, right. Okay, I got it. And
3: we did it for the Apollo show for Metallica and Guns N' Roses.
0: Wait, Guns N' Roses did an Apollo show, too? Yeah. yeah, um, yeah.
3: Last one was that? Not that
5: long ago. Not
0: the,
3: it was last this year.
5: Within six months, I'd
0: say. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
5: Whoa! It was I totally missed that. Oh my god, that was it was awesome. Three was so straight awesome. hours.
0: Crazy. Yeah. Okay, so it is now officially after nine o'clock, and we've done something that we should have been doing, I think, all along since we've been doing these record store days on very cold days of the year, which is we moved the line, the entire line inside the store, wrapping around uh, the outside edge to the back of the store. Uh, this was a very smart move.
3: Yes. Yes. Definitely. <laughs>
0: Okay, so uh, so tell me, Sarah, uh, Metallica, Sarah. I'm trying to. I, I'll come up with a better nickname later. <laughs> um, so, really quick, just to finish up talking about Metallica, how many times have you seen Metallica live?
3: Thirty-five. Thirty-five,
0: 35 times. Yeah. How many times have you seen Metallica? Same. Have you seen them together every single
5: time? No, she's done a couple without me, but I've done a couple without her in, the 80s. Her in the '80s. She's so I went in the her. '80s without her, and she went recently without me. So. So what, what was the first Metallica show you went to? Uh, April of '86 at uh, Nassau Coliseum when they opened for Ozzy. So Master of Puppets tour. Yes, one of Cliff's last. Yes. You so you saw Cliff Burton? Yes, I, I don't remember. I was 13, but yes. That, it's
0: still just, look know. just write it out, man. It's <laughs> awesome. Just go with it.
5: But yes, my, my my carcass was in that building. My brain just doesn't remember it, but yeah. I was at
0: that show I have a similar story uh, Where I got to see Mr. Bungle But I remember Literally none of it But you were there I was technically there I do remember Getting punched in the face I don't remember The band But I remember Getting punched in the face So That's a story For another podcast Uh, What about you What was the first time You saw Metallica Um,
3: Oakland 2008 2008
0: During Death
3: Magnetic Okay I'm a new
0: fan So so you've seen them 35 times since 2008 Yep Holy balls! <laughs> That's by my count uh, 16 times a year I saw you've them 5 them.
3: times last month
0: Jesus Christ No yeah. Oh so you're
5: really 5
3: times last month 2 t- the month 3 the month before And yeah, we went to
5: the UK shows Amsterdam, Jesus. Denmark Wow those shows, yeah. So you've seen
0: worldwide Metallica
5: shows cool. Yeah Holy shit round, Yeah
0: that's amazing. Uh, I've probably seen Metallica um, like ten times, that's maybe still, that's maybe fifteen times. Good. Good. My best friend in high school, his dad worked for a job where they traded out some thing with like all the local New York stadiums, so we always got tickets to all the shows. So he was always like, "Hey, you want to go see Metallica?" And be like, "I mean,
5: awesome, yeah, sure." I wish I liked
0: them in the
3: eighties; I would have gone more. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> So, did you not like Metallica in the 80s? Nope. What did you like in the 80s?
3: Um, Huey Lewis. um... Maybe I should
0: preface this in in a way that doesn't sound insulting, but how old are you? I'm 40. You're 40? Yeah. Okay. (coughs) You're two years older than me. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, okay, so in the 80s, you were listening to Huey Lewis. Yeah,
3: Journey, you know, classic rock.
0: Okay, and then what happened?
3: I met him.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I said, this won't stand
0: any
3: longer. I met
0: him. (laughs) I see, so it's kind of like a Stockholm Syndrome thing that's happening right here. Okay, I
5: got it, I got it.
0: Okay, well, uh, so so tell me, uh, besides the two Metallica shows that you were at that are out today that I'm assuming you already have copies of for some reason. uh, These
3: are remastered, right? So they're... Sure. Yeah. Sure. You know, yeah. I saw some of label We're gonna, some We're some gonna buy them. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Good.
0: <laughs> good. Good. If nothing else, just so you can have a record that Metallica says your name on yeah. specifically. Oh, yes. Yeah. That is maybe the coolest goddamn thing I've ever heard in my you know, life. He just
5: says, "Where's Pete? speed out there?" But doesn't matter. It counts. Doesn't matter.
3: It, but it's on the video. It's on the video. Say it's. I mean, oh yeah. In your face. I got. i on the though. video. Yes. Yeah. It
0: counts. Uh, okay. So what are you uh, here for today Anthrax. on the Black Friday list?
3: Anthrax. That's it. Well, that's what we're here for. I'm just getting, two anthrax. getting my friend a couple things. <laughs> Some
5: queen stuff.
0: Some
3: queen stuff. Uh, uh, oh, and we're getting Dimebag Daryl and Roger Taylor.
0: I notice you haven't checked off your list. You're just you're gonna wing it when you no, get up I to the put counter.
3: Initials next to the names, like we said. Oh, I see. Yeah.
0: I put the but I put the check boxes there, so you wouldn't need to do the initial well, system. Put, you could who, just put a check mark.
3: for like that's my friend's name, so that I remember that I don't keep it. So, I don't keep it. (laughs) Yeah, so mostly for my friend, but we're getting anthrax. That's what we came for. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, you guys, thank you for being here. Thanks for coming to Black Friday. Thanks for having us. Thank you for coming to Midnight Metallica. That was awesome.
3: This this is the holiday season for us. (laughs)
0: It's the this ho- is look. That's how everyone in this room this feels. So don't sweat that. This uh, is what matters.
3: This is what matters. Two
0: hundred dollar TVs eh, whatever. So I assume we will do this again. Next time there's a Metallica release and or a record store of day thing, yes. big time. Good, Definitely. good,
3: cool. You guys, thank you for being here. You're welcome. Thank you.
0: Hey
4: podcast.
0: <laughs> I like that you're talking directly to the podcast itself, <laughs> not to our listeners or anything. How just.
4: Yeah, that's a first. The podcast is pretty special. It's
0: it's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. It's my baby. Is really what it is. Uh, So uh, we are indoors. It is a couple minutes after nine. The line is chugging along here here at uh, Black Friday Darkside Records. I'm standing in line next to. uh, Should I say that we're friends, or should I pretend like you're a stranger?
4: Stranger, stranger. Pretend you're a stranger. Stranger Okay,
0: Uh, Uh I'm here with a total stranger. Uh, What what is your name, sir or madam? Tori Amos. That's not your name.
4: (laughs) It's Erin O'Neill.
0: Erin O'Neill, thank you for coming to Black Friday, first and foremost. Uh, I see you are wearing a Tori Amos t-shirt today.
4: Yes, it was actually designed by Rance Hosley, who was a curator of her comic book tattoo book and has worked with Tori on various projects like her tour book since the beginning of her career. So it's pretty cool. He's known her since the Why Can't Tori Read days, and he actually just designed the super cool, under-fucking-rated Why Can't Tori Read shirt for her tour, which has been selling out. They had to, like, make a new version of it.
0: I have so many follow-up questions to everything right. you just said to me. I have so many questions.
4: Uh, Almost as cool as these new Dark Side record Twin Peaks inspired shirts, which I definitely want to pick up some of those. I
0: see what you did there. I yeah. see what you did. Nice move. Nice done. <laughs> I assume you're here to get the Tory records. I am. And CD.
4: All up. Two vinyls, one CD. But there's a couple other things on my Christmas list. Oh, yeah? What else yeah. is on your list? I'm going to get Chuck Berry. Okay. I'm going to get uh, Snoop Dogg. Okay. And I'm gonna get biggie, biggie, biggie. Can't you see the reissue of Hypnotize? <laughs> I like this. This is, this is good. I like
0: this. Uh, okay, and and uh, you just got back in town.
4: Yes, I was on the Tory tour.
0: You were on a Tory.
4: A Tory. You yeah, were on a I Tory. Went, I went touring. <laughs> oh.
0: oh. Uh, so so you so. You've been following tour around on tour. How many shows did you go see?
4: This time only eight.
0: O- only, only eight. eight. This yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you took off time from work so you could follow tour around on on tour.
4: Yeah, I did.
0: Uh, where did what, what shows did you go see?
4: Uh, we went to yeah. uh, they, they yeah. called it Philadelphia, but it was really it's Upper Darby, course. which is a um, <clears throat> not so nice town. I wouldn't suggest it for anything. Um, then I saw her twice at the Beacon. She can't go wrong with the Beacon. Mm-hmm. Then I flew to Nashville. Nashville was A-OK. I liked it there a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then New Orleans. Um, wasn't totally impressed with that city, but it was the best show at the tour. And it was a legendary show in the history of Tori Amo's shows. Why is that? She was sick.
0: Mm-hmm. And she
4: had been saving her voice. She did a meet and greet that day. She met like 90 people without talking. Photos, she's writing them notes, everything. And... Uh, so she had to change up her set list Because she couldn't sing in her higher register of voice So everything that she did Was in the lower register But for the first time ever She actually performed more cover songs Than original songs
2: Ooh. She opened
4: up with the, And they were all like Kind of New Orleansy themes. She opened mm-hmm. up with The House of the Rising Sun Which she then went into um, Me and Bobby McGee She also did Summertime Gershwin But that's like a Janice Type thing She did u uh, two Running to Stand Still she did a bunch of covers, but um, she kind of broke broke it up from her regular uh, style of set list.
0: Did she do uh, covers from her cover album, Strange Little Girls?
4: She actually did not at that show, but I did hear her do New Age Velvet Underground. Mm-hmm. She did that in um, New York City. Cool. So then, oh, after New Orleans, then I went to Dallas. And I went to Austin, Texas.
0: I love Austin. And
4: then I went to Denver, Colorado, where recreational marijuana is legal. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> You're
0: just going to leave it at that? You um, wanna... And you had a good time? It was a
4: very pleasant airplane ride home from Colorado. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay.
0: Very relaxed. Yeah, very relaxed. Okay, good. Yeah.
4: Good.
0: <laughs> That's what I like to hear.
4: Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so all in all, it's uh, the day after Thanksgiving, and I'm here for some freaking Tori Amos. Sweet. Yeah. So
0: that's a hell of a, a vacation, a, a yeah. tour, a toury a touring, vacation,
4: touring, <laughs> touring, vacation.
0: My God, that's amazing. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm, okay. not at, I'm not good at interviewing, so no. just, I just make it up on no. the fly.
4: Well, after I get my copies of Tori, I suggest everyone else comes to Darkside to get them too. <laughs> I'll just go first
0: if we have any left. <laughs> this is probably going to air, you know, in, in like two days. So. <laughs> Okay, wow, well, uh, yeah, you never know. Well, Aaron, it was a, a pleasure meeting you. Oh, it was. So I feel nice like to we sh- we too. should be friends.
4: Yeah, you want to be friends? I think we should be friends. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? It's too come early on. for me to sing on a podcast. Oh, come on! It's far too early. Come
0: on. Uh, well, thank you for coming, and uh, good luck getting the Tory pieces. Carry on, my wayward son.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm standing here with. Uh, the person who gave me my start in the record world, in record, in, in music retail, I'm sitting here with my former boss, Ria. Hi. Hi. Nice to
4: see you. And uh, JB, it's always. Well,
0: I, I guess now we're just friends. We're, we've, we've moved past that. Uh, I hope so. That yeah. was a um,
4: hundred years ago. <laughs> I, I don't want to give away our ages, but... Uh... I stopped drinking
0: there a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yes. Well, you still have uh, wonderful, uh, embarrassing photographs of me. Oh,
4: absolutely. That you've
0: supplied to the store.
4: And uh, for the right price, I could put them on the internet.
0: No, no, no.
4: <laughs> for the right price, I could keep them off the internet. <laughs> <Yeah. but. laughs> okay.
0: God damn it. Uh, uh, so, um, yes, yeah, so when I was a young lad of about, I think, 16, you gave me... Oh, no, I was probably 17, and I think you gave me my second job, which was working at a Sam Goody in the Lord and Taylor's parking lot in Eastchester, <laughs> New York. It
4: was a good place, good times. If you're familiar with that, I was the one who drove the uh, 1971 VW microbus.
0: That is that is <laughs> so correct. Parked outside. And your best friend was someone named Spike.
4: Still is. Still to is. Still is. Oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Somebody here knows her as Mama Spike. Oh. Oh yeah.
0: I Actually, I feel like a couple other people probably also know her no. as Mama Spike. <laughs> um,
4: oh, yeah. She's still she's still going. If you need any e-cigs, you can visit Vape New York. She's, uh, she's got four stores now. Whoa. Oh, yeah, in New York City. Go
0: here. She She's enterprising. Oh, she's Holy good. shit. Yeah. Well, well done, Spike. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so, um, before we talk about past <laughs> things, uh, tell me really quick, what are you here for today at Black Friday?
4: Um. <laughs> we don't, we're not getting bananas here. I don't know we're what that not is. Using bananas. Here. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: Anana, banana. There's no bananas here. But there are cheap trick Christmas outfits here. And we're going to hope to pick up a cheap trick Christmas. And we're going to also hope to pick up that BOC, Blue Oyster Cult. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, that's hot on the list.
0: I hear that the person standing directly behind you in line is not happy about that choice <laughs> that you're making. <laughs>
4: We may have to wrestle for it. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. And a couple of uh, exclusive Look, we, Dark side t-shirts. Too.
0: We know somebody named Spike who's actually going to pinch in and wrestle you <laughs> for that BOC. And you're going down so fast. So fast. Uh, <laughs> uh, int- please introduce the rest of your uh, fam I, to the podcast world. Uh,
4: Miss Jessie Rose, you want to say hello? Uh, that's what she likes okay. to do these days. To and uh, uh, this is our lovely Will. Hi.
0: Well, you guys thank you all for coming. Uh, Will what are you are you here for something in particular this week? The two or this she year? Like I, this is sort of like my Black Friday. Rhea's like, eh, I got all this stuff already. I so. think technically it's everyone's Black Friday. It, oh, yes. I, I, because it's Black Friday. I tried to claim it for myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. Can't, you can't do it. Can't do it. Once somebody got stamp you know, trampled in a stampede, then you it's it's someone is taking it. Want it anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Well Hi little one. Yeah. You want to just wipe spit all over my phone? That's, that's <laughs> fine, too. No, no, no. That'll do. That'll do. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, I will let you guys get up to your uh, to your register here. Thank you for coming to Black Friday, as always. Uh, Thank you. It's you. always you lovely to see you guys. Is like
4: Absolutely. Disney World.
0: <laughs> we love this place.
1: This week's episode is brought to you by the Vinyl Starter Kit, available here at Dark Side Records. If you are just getting into vinyl, want to get into vinyl, need a gift for somebody for the holidays... You know the uh, the Hanukkahs, the Christmases, the what have you coming up? The Easter that's coming up. Festivus, ho- Festivus,
0: Festivus. I hope you have a happy what have you. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it includes a Audio Technica turntable, You'll two powered speakers. Uh, you get a record brush that's helpful for keeping you, keeping your shit clean. Mm-hmm. Regular, and you also get a gift card for vinyl you can use here in the store it's an awesome package um That's it's awesome. really popular every single year people love this it's gonna be huge it's huge oh, <laughs> i know where <laughs> um, you're going has it, has it not been 30 seconds yet it's been way over uh, uh, where, where, where can they find it here god damn it they can find it here at dark side records 611 Duchess turnpike poughkeepsie and if they want more information where can they find it
0: darksiderecords.com yeah, we'll probably have to work on it a couple more podcasts Well, yeah, you just threw this at me. Squarespace Squarespace. is not going to be having this shit. (laughs) Squarespace, you're having this shit. Hey, everybody. Uh, Thanks for listening to the Dark Side Podcast once again. Uh, We have a special guest with us this week, all the way from Belgium, performing at BSP in Kingston on Saturday night, November 11th. We have with us... Ozark Henry. Hello. Hello.
6: Hi. <laughs> How's it going? Things are going good. <laughs> Happy to be here in Kingston. Enjoying the New York frigid Arctic yeah, yeah, weather we're, we're that we're having. First, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a surprise. I didn't, uh, didn't saw that coming. I thought it was would stay warm like it was in Europe before I left, but, uh, but it's snowing in Europe too now. So. Mm. Ah, okay. It's snowing in Belgium too. We've got the same kind of weather, so. But I'm really, I'm really happy to be here, um, I'm, I'm working with Paul on a, in Immersive Sound for like two years now and uh, we mainly worked on, on recording and reproducing music in Immersive Sound um, but as technology is slow and people who are um, in charge of putting things out don't see that as the, uh, the next urgent uh, release to make immersive music like available on an iPhone or an iPad, uh, we changed uh, a bit our focus on playing live in immersive sound, which is which is really cool. And um, and we set up here in in, in at BSP because uh, we're gonna we try out something that hasn't been done before, but of, of which we know that it works and uh, and it just needs to be done just to. Uh, to see, you know, how 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 we can improve it if it makes sense. Just to, you know, it's like it's like building a guitar and finding out if it needs six strings or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: And it's it's worth noting that this is the first time this has ever been performed in this way.
6: Yes, 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 yes. There, I, uh, I think there is. I'm quite sure there's an interest in 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 immersive uh, performances, but um, and there have there have been immersive performances but not with so to say like the latest technology Right. where, where we have like where we use uh, or, or we have full use of height of all kind of directions uh, of, of uh, sound going out playing on the reflections of the room itself the way we've, we've done, we do here we use uh, Paul, uh, the setup that Paul that's um, uh, his creation the setup we use in the middle that really works on, on bouncing the sound from the middle of the room to the walls, and then work on the, on the reflections that come back from that, which is really cool. Sounds very natural, yeah, because that's how, how sound always works. works. So, uh, and to, to give it some meat, we just put some, uh, uh, some speakers in the corners mm-hmm. just so if we play with beats and stuff, that, that there's also it comes some, back to yeah. you.
2: Um, where did your interest in immersive sound begin?
6: Well, the thing is that I never had any sort of interest in, in anything surround or, or, or anything augmented that was out there, say, like 10 years ago. Um, and uh, as I always saw it as a sort of an effect, which was something that I wasn't after or, or looking for, uh, I, I, I never had showed and had any interest in it. Um, but uh, four years back, five years back, I was asked by the uh, National Orchestra of Belgium to revisit my work with a, with a, with a, with a big orchestra, um, which was in- interesting. Um, uh, music I've done so far was quite eclectic. My dad is a classical composer. I was brought up with classical music, so they thought there would be you know that like, that i could handle sort of right transforming it or rewriting it towards like an orchestra which was interesting and because there was a lot of work uh that goes in a project like that and i did find it a bit like um sad that it would only uh, uh exist for a few performances Yes. Yeah. we performed mm-hmm. with a 90 piece orchestra so it's not something that you do like for many times yeah yeah no, it's, it's not not, not easy you know, to take on the road no not at all <laughs> Well, we, we did some gigs, but uh, it's, <laughs> financially, that's uh, you know, <laughs> right. it's 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 very complicated. And um, I said, like you know, there must be a way that we sort of document this. We have to record it. But being knowing what it sounds like to be like in such a big orchestra, and I would, that would the power of the sound, all the nuances. You know, there's no recording where you can find that back to have that same experience as when you're with the orchestra. I went to look for how can I do that? You know, I want to have like a bigger canvas. I want to have a high resolution. Of course, I was already working in 96K, 24-bit, to have like a high-res sound, but I I thought, can't we go way higher? Because to capture this, you know, you need to have like a big canvas. I always compare what I do is, for instance, if you have to uh, um, capture a 90-piece orchestra, it's like uh, Picasso in in 1937 trying to paint Guernica. And because he wants to express that that war is coming and there's no way to stop it. And that was after he witnessed like events, horrifying events that would lead up to that war. He wanted to make something that is big. If you want to make something that is big, it needs to be big. His work is like eight meters wide, three and a half meters high. But if you make music, it's exactly the same. People would think like, no, because it's music, it's different because you put it louder, you put it quiet no it has to do with, with, with quality you need to have like a big canvas so was, I was asking like where do I get again a big canvas um, and um, an engineer uh, a mastering engineer that I work with Darcy Proper um, uh, who works now in, in uh, Hilversum in, in, in Holland close to Amsterdam she told me about she said, like, but if you have, if you want a big canvas, you have to think about 5.1, 7.1, 9.1. Explaining what it was, I just saw that, okay, my canvas is getting bigger. Yeah. I was interested in having a big canvas. In the beginning, when he told me, and it's immersive sound, that, that was gone straight away. I just heard, like, big canvas, big canvas, big canvas. Yeah. I didn't yeah. hear anything about immersive sound. So, <laughs> like, oh, this is what I need. Like, I can get a high resolution. I'm going to have, like, a huge sound. That's what I want. You know, get that sound. And of course then, reading about what 9.1 is, I have a studio, but I didn't have a 9.1 studio. I didn't even have a 5.1 studio. It was just stereo. Yeah. Using that technology, I felt like, okay, I'm gonna use it in a way that how it's described to be used. So I'll, I'll, I will consider that it's 3D, that, it, that it's immersive, and I will play by the rules. But actually, I was only interested in the quality. But of course, when in reading about it, that you take the the harmonics and the reflections, I was very much interested to say, yeah, that's absolutely part of that sound. You know, it's not just the the, the orchestra playing, it's also how it resonates in the room, the reflections that happen above the orchestra, how it just sings in the wood. That is, for instance, like the the floor and stage and stuff like that. All of that makes a sound that it becomes like physical. So I, 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 I read about it, got into it, played by the rules made the album by the rules but not having a reference because I didn't have a 9.1 setup and the first time that I heard what I've actually done was uh, at the mastering when I was with Darcy she had a 9.1 setup because she had the master- mastering 9.1. Yeah. but I didn't know what to expect I only expected to have like a really good sound Yeah. and then the world opens up you know. I had the sound that, that I was looking for but I had way more I could I I was revisiting that moment I was in that room again with that orchestra and that was it's amazing and I and I felt like you know is is it because I I want to hear because I put I I worked so hard do I do I want to hear this you know am am I fooling myself right and then I got people in from the orchestra to listen to it and I said like I for me it's really a sieve I'm revisiting that moment it's that powerful and then they came and listened and all of them cried. Hmm. You know? Because it's so emotional because it, it just it you know, it's not what you expect. You don't expect like to do you close your eyes and you revisit the moment exactly as it is. Sound is around you and you almost hear the room and I didn't take out I like how things are natural, so that means if, if there was a chair that was squeaking, I didn't start working and taking it out. Right. That is part of that of, of, of the mm-hmm. performance is mm-hmm. It's a performing sitting in a chair, you know, there's nothing Uh, Nothing that needs to be, like, erased or or, or taken out of the recording. And then, of course, having, like, a a result, um, uh, it got some attention. I was lucky that, um, for instance, Kevin Killen uh, was at that time in the studio when the album uh, was mastered, and he he was working in the next room, and he walked in and said, like, what is this? (laughs) Uh, and that way the, the, there was some attention I got uh, invited to AES to present the album And then did the recording and, and so on And then I met Paul And I met people who make technology And, 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 I, and I was intrigued about that, that, the fact that All of a sudden you have way more possibilities Right. Uh, of course um, I have to uh, always stay on the safe side Not to get lost in technology Because yeah. that's not <laughs> where I should be uh, but from time to time, you know, one needs to do like an experiment to see what are the possibilities. So, mm-hmm. so what we're doing here is, is is an experiment to see where the possibilities. And then we have to, I have to think on, you know, when it's just serving the music and when we are just, you know, losing ourselves too much. Anything, right, you know, right. This, uh, Which I don't have as a, as a, as, a, as a as a as a person. I think that um, I'm so for as like Paul is more. Uh, he's more a tech guy so he he could lose himself more in although he's just like me a musician but but being like really strong in in working with these technologies and understanding them I can understand that it's easy to get uh, to keep trying to push the envelope yeah yeah, uh,
0: and so for this performance that you're doing is he just so I understand the relationship like how you guys are working together in that space is he controlling you, are you performing it and he's distributing it to channels?
6: Yeah, how it works is that um, I work with uh, uh, the roly blocks. Um, I, 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 work with, I play live on them but also work at it as a loop station. Mm-hmm. I consider that to be like all the loops and beats that I made with it go uh, uh, um, in, the, um, in the corners of the room. Um, uh, that's like the body of the music. And, and that's a level. They move around, but they need to stay in, in, in sync with, with, with how it feels natural. Mm. And then there's the sound that goes up in the, the speaker setup that Paul, his, his, his. that's actually his invention, how, how to work with that, with the reflections. And then he puts in uh, the vocal and, uh, and the vocal effects, but the vocal effects, everything comes straight mm. from the machine. So we don't use, uh, for instance, there's no equalizing that's been done. There's no we don't add effects or anything. So everything comes straight from the performance. But he moves it around. Yeah. So the the sound moves. So what we do is why does sound move? because it already bounces against the walls. Right. And because it's it's natural that sounds always move when we're talking. I turn my head, it, it just bounces differently. You no. Know? And you never sit still. Apart from the fact that. You're, in a performance, you have to sing in a mic, so you're 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 fixed to that, which is in a way unnatural. Because otherwise, if you would sing and you don't have to sing in a mic, you wouldn't just sing like this and sit in one position, not right. changing it ever. So to get to get again close to how it would be natural, he's moving that around, and that's where he's spatializing it and he's syncing it with images that we project on the uh, on the screens.
4: Cool.
2: And. Uh in terms of the visuals, are they chosen, like, obviously they're chosen specifically, or are they, again, like, naturally occurring technology, I suppose?
6: Um, it's, it's playing with technology and then uh, looking at it and making certain choices. I think that, that the outcome of how of the performance of how the music is played, that there's, like, a, an old analog electro feel is about how, you know, and that uh, uh, the images should also have that kind of feel. So Paul came up with all kind of things that he is doing with a program, I forgot the name, that is uh, just like a synthesizer uh, um, uh, uh, having an impact on how, how the frequencies flow, mm-hmm. disturbing them and then th- it makes figures and, and, and it makes shapes and it makes those shapes move and change like LFOs and LFO does, for mm-hmm. instance. Uh, and I picked out the, the, the ones that field, which, which have a connection with the music. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea was to demonstrate when he, when he makes them flow in a certain way, I pick up the speed from the image, but because they were so focused on, on something with the video, we didn't do that, you just press play and things were going everywhere. Yeah. But, so there was no c- connection now. But the idea is to have a connection with that. Right. I think it's the connection helps you. Um, uh, the image and the connection helps you to. If there's a center point when you're listening, it makes sense that there's movement. If there's no center point when you're listening, the movement is too abstract. In the sense that you wouldn't know where to follow it. Where to follow it? You know, it's like you need to have like a, 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 this is this is. You need to touch base somewhere. Yeah. This is point zero. That's where it starts. And the images in the middle, just as a focus point, help to say this is where, where it comes from, this is where it goes out, and if it moves, it and moves, this is where it, it returns.: from, yeah, it moves from here, so that's the, the idea of working with the uh, with the with the, uh, with the video projection
2: to describe it to those who may not have the chance to see it, so you and Paul are. Uh, Going to be in this sort of triangular booth Surrounded by three Screens And there are uh, speakers set up around the room And a cluster of speakers right above you Projecting out And the concept here is that Instead of just being a Solitary, stationary performance The audience is to move around And experience it as it happens Throughout the room And uh, you guys just gave us A a little taste before we came to Talk and I think the one thing I couldn't move on from was thinking that this is a unique experience that I will you know never really experience again like this is a moment that somebody else cannot possibly understand until unless they were here.
6: Yes, that's I think it's the difficulty about anything that is immersive sound. I'm quite passionate about it, but it's frustrating in a way that you cannot share it because you can only understand what it is if you really experience it. And then, of course, you can decide if it's something that, that you like or you don't. But it's not, you cannot, there's no way of explaining what it is. Because it's, it's, you talk about something that, if you haven't experienced, that in a way doesn't exist. So, I always make the comparison with wine. Um, it's like talking about wine, and wine does not exist. You know? And all you know is vinegar. Mm. You know? And then he would say, like, you know, but I have this wine. It's great. Imagine people drink vinegar. I have this wine. This is great. You used to drink vinegar, but this is something else. <laughs> if you haven't tasted wine, you know, and you have no idea of what it is, you, know, it's just, you would say, that this is just full of this is full of BS. You're just trying to, you know, sell me something for a lot of money, but in the end, you know, it's going to be vinegar anyway. Right. Everything is vinegar. <laughs> what, what is he talking about, you know? So that that's the, hard, the yeah. hard thing about communicating. So there's no other way just to 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 go out and do stuff, and and and, and to perform uh, in this kind of setup. So
2: yeah, it's just it's just this this thing I felt stuck on and stuck on now. It's like it's a thing that you can know that no one else can know because it's going to be unique to yourself, mm. and uh, just the whole experience is. Fascinating.
6: Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, I Also, find it's really cool, and it's it's going to be cool with any style of music. Sometimes people, when they li- listen to something, when I did the uh, the album with the orchestra, people say, "Oh, yeah, but it's great because it's it fits so well with classical music." But it had nothing to do with with uh, that it was great because it was classical music. Yeah. I said like, what, what a weird. You know? as, if, <laughs> as if you would say like a yeah, stereo is great for stereo is only great for uh, for rock music you know? yeah. you know, jazz don 't need stereo it has nothing to do with the genre you know. it 's it's, it's, uh, it's a format and, and immersive sound is the most natural format there there is and um, and i and 'm convinced that 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 we will go from like we went from mono to stereo we 're going to go from stereo to immersive sound and that it will be available and that we will be used to experience it and and, and that it's going to be the future it would just depend on on, on if somebody sees that he can make enough money on it right to make the transition that's the only thing that you have to
2: how do you see that uh like the consumer end level like what's the what is the product
6: i think the products i've I've already seen many people working on solutions to have like headphones that allow you an experience like that um (laughs) uh also, if you have like a nine-point-one setup, that means you have nine. You need nine speakers, but you don't need the the, the same size of speakers right. because what you're asking from your speakers is divided by direction. All, yeah, by all of those, mm-hmm. it will be. I'm quite sure It will be uh, wireless, so you you could have like a nine-point-one setup. You just put it in a sports bag. You know, you go to friends and say, hey, "Well, we have a party in this room." You just set it. Set them up. Set up it in the room. Mm-hmm. You you calibrate it and. You have a 9.1 party you go back home you put it in your bag it's going to be portable it's going to be easy it's going to be
2: anything um, it's, since it's what we do can you see a, a place for a physical good version of yes
6: it? I do yes I do because the, the I'm still releasing music in stereo but I but I only do it um, uh, mainly in, in on vinyl and I put like if people want to see there's a CD in the vinyl there's, there's not the other way around, and I always liked like a physical product because it it embodies what you care about you know, and I think there's no other thing than music that expresses so much our personality, our taste uh uh you know. Uh, who we are in life how we look at life what what our expectations are you can name it you know it's it's always there's first music and then all the rest follows yeah yeah so so music is always a it will always be a big deal i never liked cd's when cd's came out and then they put it in like a cheap plastic box why because it doesn't reflect on how important music is in our lives you know and how every- can anything that is so you know when I think back of the the music that I, that I grew up with and the first time that I, that I heard it and how much it meant to me, you know, and I and I was waiting, you know, uh, um, for 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 records to come out, you know, and and that was on, on on vinyl. The first time that we hear that we could hear the record and then to discover it and then every track, you know, that it, it was it was a sacred thing. And and all of a sudden, the, I think the industry has has done something ugly with it, made it something cheap and then if people don't want to pay for music anymore because the industry made it that way yeah, they, they're responsible for, for devaluating something we care about so much so a physical product yes I think there's they're gonna be like a bigger market for physical products than there is now if you approach it with the right attitude make something beautiful make something that really shows off you know why that is so important to you Why that is Also I mean like for, From an artist also towards Towards uh, a, a fan You know As an artist you care a lot about your music Because you know It's It's It's, it's, it's very personal But uh, uh, People also in, in Really invest in, in In following you You know And it becomes a part of their life You know Yeah You have to Do um, uh, um, What's the right word To To um, not just consider I can't find the right word to do, to acknowledge that and you you do that by showing you know how much you care you know you're doing right yeah. I, I don't like for instance but my, my favorite artist if they come out and I want to show up or play it to somebody you know I wouldn't like that, that I have to come up with something cheap and all, because I wouldn't say it's not respectful to what I just you know this is great music I would like to yeah. put out like the best the nicest re- release of it you know or the
2: it's sort of something we I say to people fairly often and it's like no artist goes you know takes their time to think and record and go to a studio and all this you know physical brain power and energy and their dollars or other people's dollars mm. to create something
6: for you to then passively stream it on a phone that's the thing and also out of context I can I can understand that that there's that it, it's it's an interesting. I see streaming or l- like you would Google something. Exactly. You, know, you look it up and you say like, "Oh, I heard about like we would talk about music and you mentioned like an artist. I never heard about him. You no, know, I just stream it. You know, check it. Oh, that's what it. But if I really want to dig into it, that's not where I want to be. Right. You know? It's 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 the you know? it's it's just it's 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 it's, uh, it's a, a place where you can find. A, a reference. It's it's a telephone book.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a loss <laughs> of memory, really. It's, yeah, you know, you're not responsible for your choices anymore because yeah. they're always at your fingertips.
6: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really cool. Cool. Yeah.
0: Well, is there anything that you want to anything you want to share? Anything you want to relay
6: to uh, to our listeners? Ooh, I think I mainly said anything that I <laughs> pr- probably what I, I how, you know, what music means to me and 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 and, and why, uh, um, for instance, like immersive sound. Is important to me or why I'm passionate about it. Um, I'm also passionate about, about it because if it allows you to be more um, involved in, 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 in a performance or more, more involved in music, uh, um, the level on which you share is higher. And I think if there's anything that is um, representing uh, emotional intelligence, then it's art and then it's music. And if there's anything lacking in this world, then it's emotional intelligence, I went to San Francisco um, now five weeks ago to learn more about artificial intelligence. I, I was I was um, invited because they wanted to hear like my findings in my field, um, and I was interesting to to learn about you know artificial intelligence, machine learning, all those things, uh, and, and to see how they how they place that in a, in, 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 you know, in, in a humane society. <laughs> uh, what's the place? Because that's intriguing. And I saw that people were very passionate about it and, and enthusiastic about it and, stuff like and, 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 and expecting things that I couldn't see. I'm not underestimating artificial intelligence, not at all. It is very, very powerful. But the thing is that when people do it in artificial intelligence, they, they underestimate like the importance of of emotions and the importance of emotional intelligence all the big decisions in the world aren't made by intelligence when I was in San Francisco and they thought like you know and probably this is going to you know, this is going to solve like uh, climate change but the problem of climate change has nothing to do with intelligence yeah. you know, just ask your president you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know science is showing us already without artificial intelligence right. what we're up to but for some reason, you know, the gut feeling says, no, we're not going to do this. So it's, it's about emotion. So we need to invest way more in emotional intelligence. We have to invest way more in empathy. Uh, we have to have a real moral compass, I think, not a moral compass that goes like north, south. So to say that, that's, you know, with a compass like that, imagine if you have to travel with it, you yeah. won't get anywhere, you know, because it has no detail. There's, there's almost no direction. So um, I find it important that, that therefore, to, to, to give music and art its place back in society, because that's really what it represents—that emotional intelligence. And if that intelligence goes away, because it, it seems also like in the, the way we consume, for instance, like art and music, as something that you just you chew in it and you spit it out. Probably that's why there's emotional intelligence is, is lacking. You know? And, and why it's so difficult in the world and, and and why sometimes people can still be although history has learned so much, still make certain choices I would say like that 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 was weird you no know?
2: uh, no uh I think it's it's clear that everybody is looking for connection in some way, and they're you know otherwise like things like social media would not be a thing, but I mm-hmm. think maybe people have lost the not lost, but forgotten mm-hmm. that you can go experience something in the world to find context for the rest of your life as well.
6: Yeah, totally.
2: And um, one other thing I would like to touch on too, I read about your work with the United Nations a little yes. bit in uh, human trafficking. Yep. Can you uh, touch on that a little bit?
6: Well, um, human trafficking is uh, uh, something that affects every nation in the world. Um, and that for sure shames us all. Uh, it's modern-day slavery. It happens everywhere, um, and it's very hard to, um, to do some, something about it. Why? Because a lot of people don't know what it is. Um, it's not something one can explain in a tweet, so therefore it's already d- difficult to communicate what it is. And it's something that is uh, mainly possible because uh, one can recoup inequality so easily. Um, we don't question uh, the fact that sometimes people um, live in uh, a in conditions which are completely unacceptable. Um, and uh, we always like to think that people made that choice. Um, quite often, victims of human trafficking uh, have been manipulated in a way that they also believe that they made that choice. But it's not. It's been exploited, and and um, it happens in our big cities uh, um, uh, next to uh, the industry of, of um, weapons and drugs. It's the most lucrative business in the world. and That's probably one of the reasons why it still exists. Wow, I didn't know that. And it's so yeah, it is. It's. It's also why it's very hard to to do something against it. I've been a goodwill ambassador uh, um, for this cause. Um, uh, in an official mandate for uh, uh, three years now, and uh, I was um, I was in Vienna uh, two weeks back, um, and they um, I thought I was there to I, I did a benefit concert to support the the victims of human trafficking, but they also took the 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 um, the opportunity to thank me for what i've done because I've, I've had the most result the best result on on, on fighting human trafficking uh, so far and I did find it very sad actually because I know that i I, I tried to do as much as I can but understanding the wideness of the problem and how little of us are fighting it because of it because it's dangerous to fight it because of the money that's been put in people don 't like that mm. that people are um, uh, Making something that is now invisible visible, it was crazy you know it 's such a huge 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 problem um, i don 't know officially there's like forty million people living in slavery, and the estimate the estimated figures are if you uh, um, can uh, identify like one there at least there must be five, so the number is of course way higher right and then if I look back at what i 've done and then I do my best, but I, I I I see it as a responsibility that everybody should take. Um, that was that was people couldn't understand, but that was a really really sad day. I thought I was hoping, like you know, I'm just you know one of the little you know yeah a voice yeah it's just a voice in, in 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 a bigger group, and then if if, uh, if I'm standing out, then you know, this is. Way worse than I ever expected it to be and and, and it's about inequality. I think it has to do with it's like you 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 said so nicely people want to connect, but um, I think that, that like the capitalist world has told us or, or taught us that that maybe being connected means that you're attached to something uh, attached to property attached to you know, you know, but that has nothing to do with being connected, yeah. and and uh, I think because people don't are, are are sometimes not educated in that way, they they see attachment as a connection, and then when they attach to something, they're very disappointed because there's nothing coming back from it. So in a way, they feel like I do everything right in my life to sort of say I I, I, I touch all the um, all the boxes. Yeah. Still, I don't feel like no that you know any i don't feel good about anything or i don't feel like this this is great and it's because you you in a way you don't you don't connect um, the biggest an easy example is you know if if you're i live in a small coastal town you have beautiful beach if i'm on that beach i love to be on that beach in like in the winter time sometimes i'm on that beach just on my own I, I, I'm so thankful to have that moment. I'm, I'm connecting with that place in the world, and I connect with it as, I, as it feels like my home. And I connect with nature. I don't need to possess that beach. That beach doesn't need to be mine. You know, it's it's like you know, if we would have listened to to like the Native Indians, years ago, going on they already knew mm. they connected they were trying to connect trying to connect is, is is sometimes to do the opposite of attaching to something so so you're free to connect uh, and that would also I think it's one of the things that would solve inequality sometimes people say that there's too many of us to have a solution for things but that's how you look at it you know there's there's there, it, it's for sure. There's too many of us if we all want to be like a billionaire. Mm. No, that's not possible. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's but, also. But 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 to have like a good life, you know, and 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 letting people have access to to what what is important in life, that's possible.
2: I think part of it too is like when you when you attain some of that good life, mm. you are you find yourself comfortable or thinking that you know i i can see that this is an issue and somebody else is going to do something about it or you take the opposite side of the coin like well i've i've worked for what i've got and what i've done and uh why can't you yeah you know it's it's not my problem you can you can solve this on your own
6: yeah and it i think sometimes it's uh, uh it has to do with with you never get the full picture yeah so you never can see anyone's history to understand when, why people an, end up in a certain situation, why 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 things happen like that in their life. Things aren't that simple. You know? um, so I've learned for the years that, that judging is—you know, you need to have like a lot of information to to be sure that if you judge on something, that it's right. And then, of course, I talk about the, you know, about, about the the daily things. I don't talk about like if extreme things happen. and to judge if that's wrong, or, wrong or right, that's, but it's important also to understand where that comes from. So your show will be Saturday night, November yep. 11th, here at BSP
0: uh, in Kingston. Tickets. You can get them at BSP at the door. You can obviously uh, you can get them at Darkside Records. If people want to find more about you, uh, where can they find information about you? Uh, i
6: got a website. It's just uh, um, com. Easy. Yep. Beautiful. All right. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you Thanks. for sitting down with us. Thanks for the
0: attention. Oh, thank, really thank cool. you so much. Yep. Yeah.